You're listening to Rare Gems with Jen. Listen as she discovers and connects with folks from all walks of life. Join her as she explores personal stories, connects on shared struggles, and of course, inserts her inappropriate jokes. Be ready to shine a light on some rare gems that will inspire, challenge, and even intimidate you. And now, here's your host, Jennifer Pluma. Hey, your friends. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> welcome back, y'all, to Rare Gems. I am Jennifer Pluma, your host for this show. People usually call me Jen. That's why it's Rare Gems with Jen. And we're back. Today is the 10th episode. I'm like saying it like it's the 10th anniversary. 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 Okay, I'm not going to see. I'm going to I'm not going to fuck myself up by repeating the same word and then just botching, butching. See, again, okay, just moving forward. Anyways, I don't know. Okay, let me just take a quick step back. I don't know if that happens to some of you, um, and I don't know if it's like a first-generation thing in the sense that because English was not my native language, I always, whenever I say something, I have to, I, I catch myself, and I'm like, wait. I don't think I said the right word or maybe I'm not pronouncing. I think an enunciation, enunciation. Yeah. Pronunciation. Um, it's very important to me. On top of that, I used to stutter. So, but this is not about me. So 10th episode. Y'all, the person I have on, I feel like I am in this wolf center. So we met at the Wolf's at the Sylvia and Melvin Wolf Center for Entrepreneurship at the University of Houston while we were both working in our towards our undergrad. And last episode I had Sterling on who also um, went to the University of Houston and we both graduated from the Wolf Center for Entrepreneurship, which is the number one entrepreneurship program in the world or in the country. One of those. But it still is fucking up there, y'all. Shit. Top of the top. Cream of the crop. And so person I have on right now is or not right now. But the guest you're going to listen to in just a few minutes is Boma, Boma Cheatham West. And yes, you are correct. I said Cheatham West. Her last name is West. Is she related to Kanye West? Absolutely not. She is not related to Kanye West. And we do talk about a little bit about that. I love Boma. She is a delight. She is just so sweet and so genuine. And it was so great to you know, just to talk besides obviously college, what she's been doing and what she's been up to. And I am so excited to share with you all that this is a baddie that I have on. Boma was recently featured and honored to be included in the African-American Marketing Association's 50 plus black marketers on the rice list. So she's on the rice, y'all. So you got to get on this episode. You got to connect with Boma. She sends me, she, um, Sent me some links. I've already included those on the notes. I put in her um, handles for social media. Her business is called Boma Curates, not Curates, Boma Curates um, LLC. And so she is focusing full time on her business. She focuses on social media marketing. Um, if you want to get on that, please make sure you follow her page, her business page, which we talk about in the show. She was just, a, she was, yeah, 
she's amazing. <laughs> she is amazing. I am so happy and so grateful and thankful that I got to experience that, that time with her. Um, just to talk about you know her business, what she's been doing. And then I also got to share the fact that she, to me, is a fashion icon because I don't really know people that dress that, you know, well, I'm not trying to shade anyone that's like, yo, I've been working on my, <laughs> on my fashion and my style. You're just shitted all over it. But I also, you know, I, I don't know. She's just every time I see her in an event, she knows the assignment and she gets it done. Boma knows the motherfucking assignment and she gets it done. And we talk a little bit about that, where that came from. So it was just really nice to hear that. Um, Cause I always wondered, right? Like, do you just fucking wake up? You're like, well, I'm just going to throw this on. And no, is she, I think she's very intentional of what she wears. And I'll let you all listen to this episode. Boma, if you're listening to this, it was a blast. It was so dope. Thank you for coming on. And if you like the show, please don't forget to leave us a positive review on Apple Podcasts. You can find our or this podcast by looking looking up Rare Gems with Jen. You can also find me on Instagram, following the handle at Rare Gems Pod. And then I'm gonna put this plug in right now, yeah, because I feel like I've had a couple, you know, two, three people reach out to me and, and tell me like, yo, I feel like this would be the perfect person for you to interview. So even if I don't know the individual, I would love to hear um, of some people that you recommend, right? If you're listening and you're interested in my show, I would definitely love to see who else is out there, not just in Houston, which is where I'm from, H2, but just people in your life who you consider rare gems, Um so shoot me a message on Instagram or if you have my number, if you're, if we are cool like that, you can also text me about the person. But other than that, yeah, I'm going to let you all enjoy this episode and let's get it. Boma Cheatham West. All right, y'all enjoy. And we are finally recording. Hey, Boma, how are you? Hey, Jen, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. So for the listeners, I have Boma. And Boma, how do you say your last name, your full last name? Full last name, Cheatham West. Cheatham West. Have you ever been told if you're or asked if you're related to Kanye West? Yes. <laughs> really? Well, yeah. <laughs> Is it like all yeah. the time? It used to be often when I was like growing up, like elementary, middle and high school and people were, oh, you know, are you related to Kanye West? And sometimes me and my siblings would say yes. Um, and we would like <laughs> joke around. <laughs> so funny. I was, I was thinking about that earlier today. I was like, or just whenever, because West. I think I was writing out your name on something. I think it was for the calendar invite and I, and I just saw Wes and I'm like, I wonder if she's been asked if you're related to Kanye West. Cause you know, now there's like Northwest and Kim yeah. Kardashian West and all this thing. And like, you know, he has all these kids. Yeah. Cheatham West, you know, blends right in. 
<laughs> oh my god well i definitely i i'm so excited i wanted to have you over um whenever i asked you to come on one of the reasons why well, there's many reasons but i think back to the, every time i connect with you or i see you at events i just feel such a genuine connection just the way you are it's to me it's very like genuine very grounded from the heart kind of personality and i and thank i you. love that thank you so much no i'm just very thankful that you invited me onto this you know i love you i love talking with you and connecting with you whenever we get the chance so i'm excited no absolutely and you're so funny like you have such a unique <laughs> sense of humor it is i don't know how to describe it what how would you describe your sense of humor? Um, <laughs> that's a good question. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think I'm good with situational humor, I guess. Like just in the moment, I probably wouldn't be able to do stand-ups and have prepared jokes, but just, <laughs> I guess, saying things like randomly. I like to make people laugh, so that also helps. And then like you and our like friends from uh, the Wolf Center, we all have like similar humor. <laughs> so I feel like that um, that helps too with the jokes. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel like you can be very sarcastic, but it doesn't come off as sarcasm. I don't know. It's it's a very unique sense of humor. And on top of that, y'all, Boma's sense of style. Okay, let's let's start off with that. Where does the, your sense of style come from? So I love style. This is such a cool question. Um, I don't know. When I was growing up, I've always been into um, fashion and stuff. So I think it's a mix of like me being Nigerian. So of course, there's some Nigerian elements to that. Um, I love um, like modern type style or like, you know, fashion-y style. Uh, but of course, I can't wear all of that. I can't really afford to just be buying clothes, buying clothes. <laughs> so it's just a mix of just like, I guess, different parts of me and how I can, um, yeah, how I can just put together an outfit. One, um, one family friend said something to me, which has stuck with me um, for a bit. A few years, years ago, she was like, Boma, you know, you have to um, dress like you belong and not like I need to be someone else, but I need to be confident in what I wear and how I present myself. So that's what I tried to uh, remember when I'm, yeah. Picking I things. love that. Yeah, I love that. Dress like you belong. I think every time I see you, and it's so fitting for you, you you are just, and I don't know another way to describe it, but it's like you are dressed for the occasion. I don't know how Boma nails it all the time, but she's just, in, in, and there's this elegance, but also this swag that comes with it. It's like, oh my gosh, thank Boma you. is <laughs> always hitting it. No, honestly, and this is like a genuine, and it's not over the top. It's just your sense of style. It is, and it's, you execute it all the time. And it can be something casual, like, you know, let's go to a coffee okay. shop. Boma has an outfit for it. Or let's go grab some dinner. Boma <laughs> has an outfit for it. And just, you. I wonder, do you feel uncomfortable, like, whenever you dress up? Or is it just who you are? Is it like an identity for you? One of your markers? Yeah, so I don't feel uncomfortable. What's uncomfortable to me is 
being underdressed, um, not mm-hmm. being underdressed, but not like, not, uh, I don't want to stick out too much with what I wear. Sometimes sticking out is like a part of, you know, I guess the vibe of whatever it is, but I just don't, <laughs> I don't want to like, I don't want to feel uncomfortable in what I wear. So that's why I'm like, I want to dress like me, but dress like me in certain things. So kind of like what you mentioned. Funny thing, um, I was going to say this when we all got together for dinner the other day when y'all were like, man, you know, like that outfit is great. I love it. So cute. (laughs) And I was thinking like, it took me a few tries (laughs) to like put that together because I was coming, I was trying to think, okay, what do I want to wear to this, you know, restaurant and with these people, with my friends? And I was like, I don't want to wear black. I've been wearing black too much, but I'm okay with wearing black. I just want to wear color. So I feel like how it's always like, how can I represent myself um, in the way that I'm comfortable with while still, you know, yeah. Going with that. I love that. I think that goes into my next question. Um, But let me just check something because I just got a message real quick on my audio. Okay, cool. Um, I, I was just checking something, but that, that, okay. Now we're getting somewhere that I'm like the, the, the specifics of it. Right. So I never knew, I thought you would, just, cause I was like, how does she do it? Like, do you think about it? Do you just like throw something on? Is it the, have you gotten to a point where like, I already know my style. I already kind of know, already have it pre-planned. If I'm at or if you're at work, I mean you work from home, but still, like you're thinking about, okay, what am I gonna wear later? I already have it. Do you have to try different things on? Like, how does it? How do you decide what you're gonna wear? I'm 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 genuinely in, interested. Yeah, no, uh, such cool questions. Uh, well, with uh, with my style, like say working from home, I do love jeans and t-shirts. So. Like I love very um, chill style too, but I think one thing is I really understand my uh, body shape and what looks good on my body. So that's a great start. And there's a few different outfits that I know for sure. Like I love this outfit. So like mentioning the dinner, that's one of my favorite outfits. (laughs) So like, I know that's gonna, um, that's gonna look good, but um, hmm. I guess some. So do you look I at feel- like, for example, real quick. So like, for example, if, if you're going to go to a restaurant, do you look at their restaurant? Do you look up the restaurant? Like, are you kind of like, what is the vibe? Do you ask people, hey, are you dressing up? I, I yeah. don't know. Like, do you do that? <laughs> yeah, sometimes I do. For uh, some restaurants, I'll look at, I'll look at the vibe of the restaurant and see, okay, what would I wear here? Um, what do I want to wear this? And I try to, since it, sometimes it takes me a bit to pick out an outfit, especially if I feel like I've been pretty, um, like busy in the mind, whether it be with work or I have a lot of stuff going on. So I try to give myself enough time to like really think through some options on what I would want to wear, but yeah, checking out the vibe of the restaurant. Uh, lately I've been looking at, uh, like the Instagram pages and stuff <laughs> to see like, hmm, what are other people wearing to this? Uh, like that similar to, to kind of understand like, is this a formal place? 
is a semi-formal. Mm. Okay, what does semi-formal or formal look like for me? Or what does an elevated casual look look like for me? So yeah, still, I really want to, when I'm dressing up in just wearing clothes in general, I always want to remember the like, I want to look like myself. I want to be comfortable and yeah, go from there. No. Yeah. I, I, and so I guess, I mean, I, lo- I want to be comfortable too. This thing goes <laughs> into me thinking, I mean, I had so many questions. Okay. So I guess the first one is, I know you have an older sister, correct? Um, I have an older brother. Oh, older brother. I thought you had an older sister. Oh no, your brother got married. Yes. Yes. So yeah, she's my older sister. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 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 Cause I saw a picture and I was like, wait, I thought she had an older sister, but anyways, of yeah. your family, like, let's say, you know, even your extended family, are you the only one that's like, has this unique sense of fashion? Let's see. I think, I think all of my family has a unique sense of fashion. It's actually cool. My, my mom has a pretty cool sense of style. Mm. Uh, my yeah my sisters my twin brother even my older brother yeah I think we all have I think we all enjoy wearing yeah in a way now that I'm thinking of it I think we all enjoy like expressing ourselves through clothes in some sort of way yeah I love that do you think that comes from your culture because I know your family's from Nigeria correct Mm -hmm. yeah and I know there's like very vibrant colors very, I mean, we went to the restaurant and the freaking valet guy was like, hey, are you from Nigeria? So, I don't know. He told, he told you something and you're like, yeah. And I was like, what? How did he know? That was so He's random. like, yeah, I used to. I know it was so random, but he immediately like yeah. got it from the colors. That was so cool. I think Yeah, that was so, so cool. <laughs> I was like, wow, huh? Of all the countries in West Africa I've mentioned, uh, <laughs> I'd, our culture loves to dress up. I think uh, Nigerians take a lot of pride in what they wear and how they look. So mm. I think that's some of it. Uh, yeah, yeah, that could be some of it. And my mom and my dad, you know, always had a... I, they do have a distinct sense of style, um, in my opinion. So yeah, I guess part of the culture, even like when I was in Nigeria, my aunts, uh, cousins and uncles, it was interesting when they were dropping us off at the airport, they were like Mm -hmm. really looking very presentable, you know, like looking very good. And I'm like, (sighs) wow, y'all are looking good. I'm looking like an American, of course. I'm <laughs> just jeans, t-shirts, and <laughs> sneakers. But um, oh, wow. they really took, yeah, they really took pride in what they wore. And I thought that was very cool. I love that. Have you thought about doing some creative, I don't know, some some sort of, I don't know, creative space with this, with your kind of sense of fashion or putting it, you know, somewhere doing an Instagram account. I I don't know. I'm just throwing things out there, but have you thought about that? (laughs) So interesting. I used to want to be a fashion designer when I, um, when I was growing up. Yeah, that was what I was like, man, I should be a fashion designer. I love fashion. I can Um, totally see that. Thanks. (laughs) But yeah, I don't think I'm going to do that. I think with fashion and style, it's a cool outlet to have as just something that is enjoyable. You know, it seems like uh, some of my other hobbies, I kind of 
do them for work in a way. Mm -hmm. So it's cool to have fashion as just like, it's a lot of fun. I would love to have like a denim line. That would be really cool because I love jeans. Yeah, I would love to do that. Um, sometimes I see the girls on Instagram who are just like always wearing the beautiful clothes uh, and doing all that. I'm like, man, if I could just be an influencer, I could wear all the pretty clothes I want. Girl, <laughs> I you would get them for to... free. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then I'd have to like, you know, talk to people and play yeah. the, you know, the game of all that stuff. So I'm like, you know what? Let me just, let me just stick to face my front. <laughs> I mean, essentially though, that's what you do in marketing, is it not? That's true. Yeah. True, true. So yeah, because I know you have a marketing business. Can you can you tell me a little bit more about that? Yeah, sure. So I help different companies with social media. <laughs> it's funny. That is just what we were talking about. Help them with uh, social media. So I do social media strategy, content creation, um, management, like the day-to-day -day management of it all. And that's the main thing. And I also create campaigns across email marketing. And sometimes I'll do uh, social media ads when needed for those short term campaigns. But yeah, so mm -hmm. that's that's what I've been doing. It's It's a lot of fun. Do you like it? Do you enjoy it? I do enjoy it. Social media is very interesting <laughs> these days because mm -hmm. there's so many changes. So I'm constantly thinking of what does this next step in my marketing company look like, like beyond mm. the time of like doing social media or when I feel like I want that to be my main thing. I'm mm -hmm. pretty, I would say that I'm good at what I do. I definitely would, would say that. But also I know that I wouldn't want to just continue to do social media management you know, forever, forever, or as my yeah. main part of my business. So always thinking of what that next step could look like. But until then, I'm enjoying it. No, I love it. I feel like nowadays, I mean, I don't, my sister and I, we run my mom's uh, restaurant social or my family's restaurant social media page. Um, Y'all do a good job. Thank you. Thank you. A lot, a lot of it has to do with my sister, to be honest. We hired this um, one influencer like food blogger i guess on tiktok we like heard thing is um houston foodie at houston yeah. foodie and so we reached out to her and we, we were like you know we want to collaborate with you how can we go about this because at the time my mom had moved her restaurant from the flea market into the actual restaurant we had left the flea market and so it was we were struggling to get you know customers um because they were just so loyal to that location and yep. we needed to strategize. We needed to figure out next steps for us. And so I reached out to Houston Foodie um, through our social media page in the restaurant. And Houston Foodie reached out back to us. It was this this awesome girl. Forget her name. I'm not even going to try and guess it. But anyway, she was awesome. And so she was like, yeah, let's set up something. And obviously there was a charge for it. Um, she's, she worked within our budget. Um, she she came out and she like recorded, took pictures. It was very nice. quick and easy, and we it just blew up. She posted Yay. it on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and it blew up. Like people were legit coming to our restaurant saying, "I saw you on TikTok." Like that's what that's how I'm here. Um, 
And after that, I, I told my sister, like, hey, instead of us paying her again, you know, you, like learn from that. And so my sister now takes a lot of the video but in the very similar Ooh. way because we didn't know there's a way to market stuff. Uh, yeah, there's yeah. a way to do marketing in social media. Yeah. I feel like one of the hardest ones right now is for me personally, but then again, I also don't do a lot of it, is TikTok. Do you do a lot of TikTok? I watch a lot of TikToks. (laughs) 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 I can tell you a trending sound. (laughs) But no, I don't don't do TikTok. TikTok is very cool. Like you were saying, these viral moments or like people will really use it as a search engine. I was talking Mm -hmm. to someone about their social media the other day. And she was Mm. telling me about um, TikTok and how she uses it in her personal life as a search engine. She said, what I, I was trying to research something the other day and I thought I could either go to Google or I could go to TikTok. And she chose TikTok because it's basically a search engine to her. So, yeah. That's crazy. Imagine mm-hmm. TikTok being the next Google. And now instead of you looking up like, hey, TikTok, you know, like, you know, usually I would be like, what's the what's the uh, flag of Nigeria? Just looking it up on TikTok. And instead yeah. of finding answers, you find people. And then you're like, oh, you know, fun, interesting fact. And then you just go into this whole rabbit hole. That's 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 crazy. It is. Social media is so interesting, even like. I think I've noticed how social media has affected the way that I look up things, even on Google, like I'll uh, Google something and I'll look at images instead of looking at actual websites just because it's easier to find it. Let me just look at it. Okay, cool. Uh, Let me go to the website. Yeah, it's very interesting. Really? Yeah. How would you say your knowledge has grown from when you started to where you are now. I know, you know, you've been uh, relatively working, 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 um, and it's it's relatively a, a, a new company for you, mm-hmm. a new business. Um, but yeah, how would you say from a marketing perspective, like, for example, right now, you sharing that, like the fact that you're aware of the way you view images in Google versus other social media platforms or whatever, what would be other things that you're like, damn, I didn't notice this before, but now I do. Yeah. So, hmm, how have I grown? I think the, uh, the psychology, I think that's the word, the psychology of marketing I've grown in and just really understanding like user behavior and how someone would like how the consumer or customer or client would react Mm. to certain things or like take in certain pieces of content. And Mm. I guess what they're looking for in companies that has definitely grown Um, in having a, a strategic approach to, um, to the work that I do. So for example, with like the Instagram reels or even TikToks, I was talking to another, um, another person about her social media the other day. And she was like, man, you know, like uh, TikTok, I can only have so many words in the captions. And then like the video can only be so long and stuff. And yes, that's true. And it's like, man, that's a constraint. But also 
that's because of the user. You know, our attention spans are shorter. Mm -hmm. So how can they cater? Like it's that this is what (laughs) this is what we're showing them. So even figuring out how to capture people's attention quickly when creating these videos or how to capture people's attention like quickly when creating content for social media. It's all very fascinating and like there's so much information out there, but also like we, I feel like we know more than we think because we are consumers. Of course, I know a lot because this is my profession, but even Mm -hmm. just the normal social media user, I feel like they know more than they think. Even the way that you run your personal page, you, Jen, how you run your personal page, like you know, even though you're not running it like you're an influencer, it's like a cool into the life of Jen, like what, where's she working out? What are her, like, what's her workout today? Uh, what did she just, like, how much weight is she lifting? All of that kind yeah. of stuff. It's it's very cool how, um, yeah, we've just been able to shape social media and yeah, all of that. I think a big thing also, and like, as you're mentioning, you know, me sharing, for example, like where I go work out or who I'm with or what I'm going to eat. I feel like a lot of it, <laughs> yes, social media, we have obviously a lot of influence as the users on social media. Um, but I, 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 and I saw a documentary on Netflix about this. Let me look it up real quick. Cause I, I super recommended and I heard a podcast about it and I started, uh, and it's a Netflix documentary on like social media. Hold on, let me, The Social Dilemma. Is, what year did that come out? That came out in 2020. So okay, tech experts from Silicon Valley um, sound the alarm on the dangerous impact of social networking, which big tech use in an attempt to manipulate and influence. Uh, it can, I mean, social media yeah. also has its dark side. And I feel like one yeah. of the things that I, I saw in that documentary, I haven't finished it, but I, oh man, it's so good. The amount of emotional impact and mental health it has, it has had like social media with us, mm-hmm. um, the way you know, we see ourselves and the way, not just as an adult, but as children and just everything that they talked about in that documentary from like should a you know 10 year old have a social media account like should they like is that ethically correct for them to do that especially with like all of the cases rising of like depression and anxiety and low self-esteem it's just so when i get excited about social media i'm like oh my god it's so fucking dope and then i'm reminded of this i'm like wait it's the fucking worst thing ever you know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's how it is for me too. I'm like man this is incredible but like we have a responsibility <clears throat> for like ourselves and for others and even as like the social media person or someone who's you know helping companies on this platform to yeah. think like there's it's I know personally for me it's gotten to the point where I'll go on social media and I'm like, you know, I enjoy it here and there, but it's honestly hard for me to be just scrolling through Instagram for fun. That's why I watch so many TikToks because I don't have any clients on TikTok (laughs) and it's like, I can just go there and relax a bit, but I've gotten so deep into the social media world, which is good Mm -hmm. since, you know, I want to be great at what I do that Mm -hmm. I'm, um, and almost analyzing, um, 
everything, you know, like, oh, you know, like, how is this? And, and it's like, that's too, it's too much overload. And mm. seeing like, I, I like the influencer marketing. I think it's super cool. And I've worked with some influencers in the past for um, clients, but yeah, it's, it's, it's very cool. But even seeing how they are trying to like work uh, social media and mm-hmm. some of the different creators who feel like they have to create according to the algorithm and just seeing mm-hmm. how things are kind of, I don't want to say we have to be, we have to focus on the algorithm, but when it comes to an individual, if you feel like if this is like your livelihood and it's your only stream of income, of course, it's good to diversify and a lot of um, people are doing that. But of course, you want to play to what's successful on the platform. I think, yeah, absolutely. And then for businesses, like in my wheelhouse, I think it's okay because it's like, okay, this is a this is a business. I'm not going to be unethical in how I promote the business. But mm-hmm. if I had to have that same like specific specificness with like marketing an individual, I think that would be that would be really tough in my opinion. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, absolutely. Oh my God. I feel like we can go into a freaking rabbit hole with social media and marketing. And I mean, I'm double majored in marketing. I don't feel, to be honest, like I, um, college sometimes is a blur. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sometimes college is a blur in the sense of my classes. But tell me, you can ask me, what did you learn in art history? I remember shit that I learned in art history. You can ask me, what did you learn in accounting? I don't fucking, I just remember, you know, like, what is it? Accounts receivables, accounts payable, net profit, like the three (laughs) freaking, whatever. It doesn't matter. Balance sheet. (laughs) Balance sheet. Yes, yes, yes. Income statement. Oh my God. As long as you got those two, you're good. (laughs) And as long as you know how to break even, you're good to go. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. Uh, It's so funny. But yeah, we can go into a freaking rabbit hole about this. But I wanted to also touch based on the fact that I know that you created, and I've always had a curiosity about what this was, because I know you did like a BOMA Boma curates. Yeah. Can can you tell me a little bit about that? I, and I don't know if I pronounced it correctly. Yes, you did. <laughs> um, sometimes uh, people pronounce it like curates. <laughs> Someone <laughs> thought that my my last name was curates, like, but the business is Boma curates. <laughs> like, yeah, Boma curates. Yeah, yeah Boma curates. So. Um, originally I started it out with just music curation. Now my marketing company, it's called, um, Boma Curates LLC. So I, I couldn't oh, come wow. up with another name. So I just, I <laughs> just put it and, under and Where does Curates come from? Um, yeah. So Curates comes from the music curation side and someone told me, Hey, Curates can kind of like, you know, tie into marketing too. You're curating marketing strategies. And I was like, that's all you needed to tell me to keep that name. <laughs> so I'll just keep it. But I started curating playlists, uh, uh, I guess, maybe 2000, 
18 or 17 or even earlier mm -hmm. just as a creative outlet I really love music and um, I loved putting together playlists and I was like man I really would like to share it and I feel like that's a gift that the Lord gave me that I'm like hmm how can I like express this gift so I was like I can just start curating these playlists and then in 2020 after I left my job and I was trying to figure out this marketing stuff uh, I started curating more playlists and putting them out. And I had some cool opportunities to curate playlists for um, a few companies. And yeah, so that's where the Boma curates. Oh, awesome. So wait, you were also doing this also as another business, curating playlists? Yeah, so I wouldn't say it was a business. I'm Technically, it was a business, but I was trying to test out a concept, like okay. test out if um, curating playlists for businesses was even something that um, would be like appealing to companies. Mm -hmm. And one company that I was able to curate for, they did like the idea, which was cool. And then I, um, I think a few more, uh, one more company, and then some person approached me to curate something. So it was, it was pretty cool. Dude, that's so freaking dope. Yeah. I'm so glad to hear that. And I love the fact that you're like going out and you're just trying different or you did try different things before you you started your business. I think yeah. from a business perspective, you know, since we both study business, we went through the Wolf Center yeah. and now you're out there doing the thing. <laughs> Thank you. What would you say was like one of your or is still one of your learning big learning curves? Still a big learning curve. Like, is there something that you still struggle with? Yeah. Um, or you're still learning about? I think what I'm still learning about now is um, like how to balance work and continue to work when I don't feel like working or I feel kind mm -hmm. of burnt out or... I'm having maybe a bad day because with the team that you're working with, I guess you can say, hey, can you do this work for me? Or you can kind of divvy up things. But as uh, a solopreneur or, you know, just the only person in my business right now, it's like, man, sometimes, well, most times so far, <laughs> I realize that I need like help or more time too late. So it's like I'm really trying to meet deadlines and I'm it's it's kind of like I'm I'm climbing up a mountain. And I'm like trying not to fall back because I I haven't figured out what it looks like to go through the normal things of life. Of course, like, well, the normal mm -hmm. things in life that may be a little bit more difficult to balance other things with and still run, you know, a business and with things being the business should be busy and I should be mm -hmm. busy because I want to, you know, continue to make money. Of course. <laughs> yeah. I want to continue to make money, but it's like, what, what does it look like to take care of myself at the same time that I'm taking care of my business? That's definitely something I'm still learning. I love that. I love that. I feel like that is even then I, I my podcast is not a business it could be if i if i wanted yeah. to right to get sponsors and stuff but i feel like that's one of the things my mom at first and and this is something i've said before in other episodes but it just it's very profound because it's very important for people to realize that when you're solo 
right? Whether it be a project or whether it be a business, like the consistency is what's going to make you or break you. Like you being consistent, you being dedicated, you being motivated to want to go out there, even when every bone in your body is like, I don't want to be here. I'm tired. I want to go to sleep. Like that's what's going to break your make. And my mom told me, she told me when I told her, I'm like, mom, I am going to, she, I was so scared to share this with her. I was like, oh my God, she's the last person I want to tell my dream to. And not in the sense of like, she is the last person I ever want to share this with. No, no, she was the last one. I knew I was going to have to share this with her. And I uh, strategically put her at last because I felt like if I told her, if she was the first one, she was going to say something that was going to, I don't know, burst my bubble or something. Yeah. She's just a very realistic woman. Um, She's had to, you know, she's learned to be and she's had to be throughout her life. And so when I True. told her, she said, uh, well, you just got to stick to it. You got to be consistent. I'm like, but mom, like, what if it fails? What if this? And she's like, well, if it fails, wow. if it like goes up, it's on you. At the end of the day, it's going to fall on you. And I was like, oh God, what am I doing? <laughs> 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 oh man. and then you did it you know you still I think that's like that's so cool um to me to see like you made that jump and you decided hey you know I'm not really happy with how things are going right now I'm wondering what it looks like to do something different and you yeah. gave yourself the time and space to do it and I I love that I think that's so important it's yeah I'm Shout out to you. I love that you did that. And I love where you are now. Oh, I love that. And and again, that's why I brought up the Curates. I didn't know that your business is called Boma Curates LLC. Um, so by the way, shout out to that. If you want to reach Boma, where can people reach you? Yeah, they can follow me on Instagram, Boma Curates, at Boma Curates. And they can check out my website, www.bomacurates.com. I have my playlist on there and also my services <laughs> of course also also <laughs> <Yeah>. of course <laughs> and i brought up the the playlist because i remember one time you posted something and i was like yo can i have this playlist you send it to me loved it i still have it on my spotify yeah and i was like how and what and i didn't know that it ended up transitioning into what is now your business mm-hmm. yeah hopefully there's um, more music curation coming in in my business in the coming like you know coming years i'm trying to see what that can look like you know going forward but yeah it's you know transitioned into into this marketing stuff and i feel like music curation is also it's well when it's used in this like business sense that i told you about it it's an extension of a marketing strategy in my opinion Absolutely. And and I was going to say, I'm like, when do you, because I've never heard of like music curation, I guess, mm-hmm. or maybe I have, but people don't use that term. But when do people use it? Like in, in what space? Yeah. So uh, we have like DJs who do like live events and like, you know, they're putting together okay. their stuff on the fly. And then when it comes to music curators, they don't necessarily have to be like a DJ in a DJ space, but they're curating something for a specific um, 
moment event. or yeah. yes, event. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, I would say that's a difference. It's basically like a DJ, just not live feeding off of like, I guess the Got audience it. and all of that. Yeah. We take all this stuff that the DJ uses to like curate a DJ set and like what they're feeling in the moment to do that for a specific event or um, business. Okay. Okay. Now it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. That is so cool. I can't wait to hear more of those playlists. Yeah. Um, and I'm curious before we move on into the, the lightning round of questions. One of the things that I really admire of you is your, I don't even know if I would call it a sense, but your I guess I'm just going to fucking call it a sense, but you're, you're, I'm not going to use sense, but anyways, your, <laughs> your faith. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's something that you embody on the daily. Thank you. And I admire that. And I, I wonder where that comes from. Yeah. Um, with my faith, it's, hmm, I, I think really uh, learning about the Lord, learning about Jesus for myself was instrumental in like the, um, I guess the, I don't want to call it a sense either. <laughs> like just what you, oh, yeah. just what, no, no. Yeah, just what, just what you see, because I, like, I really do have a relationship um, with the Lord. I feel like he, um, I don't know, he really saved me, you know, and he really loves me a lot. And I'm thankful to, you know, live this life for him and do the things that I'm doing. I feel like um, a lot of my gifts and talents, well, actually all of my gifts and talents are, um, you know, from him and just thinking about how I can best honor the Lord and what I do with his help, of course, because I, mm -hmm. you know, you, you know me, so... <laughs> Um, with his help, uh, just figure out what it looks like to navigate this life with him uh, guiding me. So, yeah, I would say, yeah, um, learning about him for myself. Uh, my family is, um, a, I grew up in a Christian family, so I've always kno known of like God or of uh, Jesus or, you know, that stuff. But um, when I got older and being like, okay, so what who is Jesus to me really? And what, like, how does he fit into my life or how do I fit into his story was instrumental in getting me to, you know, what um, you see and um, what I um, believe. I love that. I love that. I feel like I have, or everyone can relate to just having their own yeah. personal relationship with faith. Mm -hmm. um, call it faith. Some people call it, you know, God, call it Jesus or whatever that connection may be that that brings you to a higher power than, than yourself. Um, I feel like it's very important. I grew up in a Christian household and I never, I mean, I remember, right. I know the Bible. I remember the Bible. I remember things that I learned from the Bible. And now as a 27 year old woman, I just, I don't go to church, but I, I believe in faith and I believe in a mm -hmm. higher power than me. And I feel yeah. like that's, and the reason why I bring it up with you, it's because, like I said, it's something that I see. It's a sense <laughs> so that, right? We go back to it. Yeah, but it, it, it's, it's something that you embody um, 
And I, we don't talk about it often because, you know, there, there's times and there's spaces for those conversations, but it's something that I always knew from the moment I, I met you, you just, embody, just the way you are, you're just a very genuine person. And um, I wanted to share that with you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Jen. You're very, um, I'm. Um, you don't have to like to, return. Okay, yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get my words together just to like, you know, <laughs> you're very good at giving people like, um, like just genuine compliments, you know. And I think you're such a, you're just such a special person. So I like it, you know. I'm uh, the words and stuff, <laughs> but yeah, you're it's such okay. a genuine Thank person. You. And whatever you say, it's like you know, you truly mean so. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, let's move on to the lightning round of questions. Did you write your answers down, by the way? I went through my answers in my head. So I think I should know for the most part what I'm going to say. Okay, cool. <laughs> and you can take your time. It's okay. You don't have to be like, Ooh, you know, the word lightning really like, you know, makes me nervous. Gets like, to you? I only have 10 seconds. It's lightning. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm I may comment or I may just move on to the next question. It's, you know, whatever, whatever to the spot. But anyways, okay. So lightning round of questions going on. Number one, the first one says, in one word, success to me means. Hmm. Success to me means, um, one word, I guess, uh, proud, but I need to say the sentence. So I'll say (laughs) like, um, being (laughs) proud. Being proud of the work that I do, like being proud of what I put out there. I think uh, success to me has been redefined a bit since running my business. There have been some opportunities that I'm like, man, I'm actually like, I'm so proud of of what I've been able to do and not in like a to my own horn way, but like, wow, this yeah. Is, yeah, this is incredible. Do that like, shit. <laughs> do that. <laughs> I'm so I'm proud of you know the work that I I do and I feel like whether it's oh I'm making a million dollars or I'm making uh, pennies or whatever like the monetary amount is I think if I'm proud of the work that I do that's a success in my opinion I love that pride so in one word pride (laughs) (laughs) thanks for taking (laughs) Oh my god, okay. Numero dos, question number two. I want to con- I blah, 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 blah. okay. I want to continue learning about I want to continue learning about music. So I feel like there's so much to learn about music. I love it and yeah, I want to continue learning about that. I love that. Hell yeah. Boma curates. <laughs> Boma curates. Karate. <laughs> Sounds like karate. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, number three. Let me see. Connection equals. Connection equals opportunity, and not in like an opportunistic way, but <laughs> I think through connection we're able to like have the opportunity to help others, have the opportunity to get to know different people, and yeah connection is very cool i need to connect you with carla chambers 
Carla Chambers is my first guest on the podcast, and she had oh, the cool. exact same answer. Really? Yes. What? She, had the exact, she was like, connection equals opportunity. And I love that. when Jess, when Jess, my partner, when she heard it, yeah. she was so struck. Like, it literally resonated with her. She, she's, nice. she's like, I love that. Connection equals opportunity. And I was like, yes! Yeah. And you just said the same thing. Oh, yes, that's great. Yeah, no, I, yeah, connection is great. Oh, how yeah, so I, I've, oh, absolutely. And I need to connect you both. She's awesome. Yes. Um, number four. Oh, I love this. I love this question. The funniest person I know is. So <laughs> the funniest person I know, my family is pretty funny. So they would be like the funniest people I know, I think. <laughs> but the funniest person I know is probably my younger sister, Ebeam. She is funny. She's so funny to me. Always making me laugh. She's always making all of us laugh. She's she's a funny girl, you know. Shout out to Ebeam. Shout out to Ebeam. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you continue with like my dorkiness. Oh my but I God. love it. See, like I said at the beginning, y'all, me and Jay, we have the same humor. <laughs> Yo, yes, Boma could just go with the flow. And I love it. Okay, Boma, last question for you. A rare gem in my life is? Nice. So rare gem in my life. I think that would be my mom. Honestly, I know Kieran said that too. <laughs> um, my mom, I think throughout this time in business, like it, it has been very eye-opening, a lot of growing moments, but just seeing how she's been so supportive to me throughout this journey, I'm like, wow, that's a rare gem right there. Like she, um, just in simple ways, she supported me like, um, when thing when times are hard, like, man, you know, I'm running out of money. I can't like, can you like help me? Or even without me asking, she just like, mm -hmm. Oma, you know, here's um here's this amount. Like I know running a small business or starting a small business is difficult. So like any way I can help in just being mm -hmm. so supportive and she's always been supportive throughout my life, of course, but just seeing in a sense that I really didn't have a way to, you know, repay her <laughs> or say yeah. thank you other than like, you know, taking what she did and really like growing, trying to grow my business and seeing what that looks like, knowing that she she has my back. So definitely, definitely a rare gem. I, I, I feel like I all moms are rare gems. Yeah. And I love to know that your mom is just there supporting you, helping you through this process. She know she knows, she understands that the hustle is real, man. And yeah, she's there. I love this. Well, my one last question for you, because I just thought about this right now. What does your first name mean? First name. So my first name is Dawa Bomate. And Dawa Bomate means the Lord has blessed us, and Boma means blessing. So yeah. With that being said, you know, Boma is a blessing for us all. Thank you so much. <laughs> I wanted to say it so with a serious face and you with your face threw me off, Boma. Oh my God. Sorry, I can't. I messed it up. I messed it up. That would have been a perfect ending. <laughs> I know, right?
<laughs> no, I love it. I love this because this is just like we're yeah, just being dorks. And I love this. And you are a true blessing. That's what you are. You're a blessing. You're a blessing to Thank people that, that come across you, that you come into their lives. And I am so happy that I met you through the Wolf Center. And We've continued to stay friends since. Yeah. Thank you. You're such a blessing. Like, and to even have me on this podcast, like, I'm very honored. I'm not even saying like, oh, you know, like, it's without, like, it's, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so honored to be on this podcast uh, and just to see you make this, um, make this dream come true. So yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me. It was lovely. It was lovely. And again, if you want to, Check out Boma uh, and her business, her playlist. Go to Boma, www.bomacurates.com. Is that yep. correct? Correct. Yes. Not, not karate, <laughs> curates. Please get it correct. Please say the curates. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Boma. Talk later. Talk to you later. <laughs>